Thanks for joining us today as you listen to a portion of a message recorded at Vine Life Church in Boulder, Colorado. If you'd like to connect with us further, you can visit us online at www.vinelife.com. I'd tell you another uh, quick story about Pastor Willie in Rwanda. You all know who Pastor Willie is in Rwanda? Yeah, uh, he called me this week to tell me that there had been about 2,000 refugees uh, come into uh, Rwanda from Tanzania. And, of course, they don't have any food or clothing. And he felt led of God to go over to Chinica, where we do the village makeover projects with the orphans and the widows, because we have a relationship with all the churches there. That's what happens when I go there is I teach all the pastors from all these different denominations. They come together. And he went over to them, and they decided to get involved in this, and they have gathered up food and clothing uh, for these 2,000 refugees, and it made such an impact that the government became aware of it and went to Pastor Willie and thanked him for what he did to take care of the refugees. <laughs> so I just love that stuff. I've, he gave me a couple others, but I don't have time. It's 12.08. I haven't even started yet. But I'm going to... Well, I'm, uh, one more. <laughs> this is from a testimony of somebody here in this church. In January, when we received a bad report, which was that she had cancer, they called for prayer. Two hours after we called out for prayer, that's interesting. The word today was about calling out, you know, crying out. The Holy Spirit came upon me and ministered to me and touched me, and this is her testimony she sent to Pastor Bob that she's healed of cancer. The Lord is good. He is good. Jesus, when he was living with his disciples, he was showing them how to connect to the Father in heaven. And they had never seen anybody like him before. That's how they begin to recognize this is someone who must be the Son of God because of his connection to God and the miracles that he does. It made such an impression on him that they began to realize they wanted to live life the way he lived life on this earth. And they wanted a relationship with the Father in heaven like Jesus had a relationship with the Father in heaven. And so it came to a time that they actually asked him, will you teach us? Will you teach us to pray? The reason they asked that is because they wanted to be able to connect to God the way Jesus was connecting to God. And so he said, pray like this. And we all know this prayer as the Lord's Prayer. As we put it up here, would you read it with me? Pray, let's pray this together. I mean, just read it together out loud. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom 
and the power and the glory forever. Now, I've taught on this. You've probably heard many others teach on this. Breaking down this prayer, there's more to it than just these phrases themselves. But each phrase represents a whole body of understanding of how to pray to God. The significant thing for us over these years has been this understanding that when we say our Father, that we realize we have a relationship with Him as a Father, and we're His sons, His daughters. So this is a relational uh, prayer, and this is about connecting to the Father in a relational way. And it starts with worshiping Him, hallowed be your name. And we know the many names of God as healer, as as provider, protector, righteousness, shepherd, the God who is with us, the God who is our banner over us, love and protection and so forth. And then we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, what his will is in heaven, what his desire for uh, us in heaven, that it would come to earth and manifest here on earth. And that's been a significant part of what we've been teaching and praying and practicing is that heaven would actually come to earth. Amen? Hallelujah. He goes on to say, give us this day our daily bread, and it would be our spiritual bread, our uh, physical bread. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. We know that the entrance into the kingdom of heaven is through forgiveness. And so we We have been forgiven, and we must forgive others. And we're instructed to pray that way. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil, or deliver us from the evil one. And we all know that Satan has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And we do have an enemy, and the kingdom of God moves forward in the face of opposition. We can expect to be opposed by the enemy. But Jesus has overcome him. And so we pray with that understanding that we can be delivered and we can be free because of what Jesus has accomplished for us. The prayer ends with uh, a phrase that says, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Three realms of God. Now, I don't know about you, but for many years, I have just kind of prayed that as a tag on the end. It's kind of like a benediction to a prayer. But the revelation that I see in this, that it is so much more than a benediction or a tag. I believe that the understanding, the revelation, thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, actually shows us, instructs us in how our prayers will be answered. What we just prayed is answered with the revelation of thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. So I want to talk briefly about those three realms. And I guess it's going to be real brief again. The realm of the kingdom is the government of God. And the government is on his shoulders. And he's promised this church that his government will increase. And the zeal of the Lord will accomplish it. The revelation of the kingdom is that he is a king of a spiritual domain. And he has complete authority. And he has, you know... Through what he did on the cross, he has authority. All authority has been given to him. 
And he is re- he released that authority for us to use that. And we are, understand that we have authority in the Spirit, but it must be in the Spirit. It's not done outside of the Spirit. It's not done in the power of the flesh. It's done only with the revelation of power of the Spirit. And he tells us in Romans, it's written, that, that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy, what? In the Holy Spirit. So we see that we're dealing with the realm of the Spirit. That's what the kingdom is, his authority in the spirit. The second thing is power. And we know that at a Pentecost, the power of God was released by the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And the word is, means a powerful force. And we understand that word um, dunamis in the Greek. It makes sense to us because we've used the word as dynamite uh, for <laughs> power. It's the supernatural ability of God released in this world, in this realm. Now, we're told that when this supernatural power is, is it's available to us in the kingdom, we're told not to grieve the Holy Spirit, which would be, which would be to, through our conduct and character, to grieve him so that we're not in cooperation with what he wants to do. The other thing he tells us is don't quench the Holy Spirit. And that means that his power in the kingdom, his power is flowing. And so because it's flowing, then we are not to quench it, which would the illustration is water flowing through a garden hose, and you just pinch it off and stop it. And the way we quench the Holy Spirit is to resist what he's doing to actually put ourselves in opposition to what he to stop and to hinder and god forbid that we would in some way grieve or quench the power of god that's always available in the kingdom that we would live our life in in a way that that we're constantly letting the flow of the spirit and the power of the spirit flow through us that we don't Grieve or quench. And I just want to stop right now and ask you to pray with me. And ask God to forgive us any place we've done that. Or I've done that. Because I don't want that. I'm not afraid of manifestations. If somebody laughs out loud, it's okay to laugh. I'm probably the most guilty of it now. I had a hoot the first service, but okay, so would you agree with me? Lord, as a church, we love living in your kingdom, and we love the power of your spirit. We love your Holy Spirit, and would you forgive us? At any point, we've grieved or quenched your spirit. We don't want to do that. We don't want to do that, Lord. We're asking forgiveness wherever we've done it. Have mercy on us and give us, give us revelation of how to stay in the flow of the power of your spirit. Amen? Amen. The other thing about the power is his power is released when we proclaim the message of the gospel. The cross of what took place at the cross. I've been raised in the church and I'm just sorry that I've not really heard the message of the cross. 
that much. Because the message of the cross is not just about Jesus died for my sins and now I'm forgiven for my sins. And that's what's preached most of the time. That's what I heard. Is that what most of you heard? That's what you've heard me say a lot. But that's only, that's, that's only on this side of the cross. His death and his burial. But there's also his resurrection. And we're taught in Romans that God actually sees us dying in Christ. And raising to new life in Christ. So that means that all the shame, the guilt, and the condemnation has died on this side. And all the wholeness and blessing and inheritance and health, all of the good things of God are on this side of the cross. And that's why that's the message of the cross. 1 Corinthians one eighteen says, For the word of the cross is to those who are perishing foolishness. But to us, who are being saved, it is the power of God. When we live life understanding that we're in a kingdom under the domain of the king who has all authority, that we, through the power of the cross, we have been raised to newness of life, we are living in that place where the power is available to flow through us. As it did through Jesus. This is a revelation. The mind doesn't get it, but when you, when it, this is a realm of the Spirit. When you step into that realm of the Spirit and the revelation of the cross comes, the power of God is released. And it's released for the purpose of, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. It's released. So that the glory of God will be seen on the face of the earth. For Jesus said, as surely as I live, all the earth will be filled with the glory of the Lord. Actually, it's in the Old Testament. So the Lord said it. And Jesus prayed about it in John 17. And, and when you look at this idea of glory, I like to go back to Moses saying, Lord, show me your glory. And when he asked that God would show him his glory. God said, I'll hide you in the cleft of the rock, which is Jesus, and I'll let my goodness pass before you. So I like to define the glory of God. And listen, this subject, there's so much uh, to talk about the glory of God, but I only have a couple more minutes. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the glory of God, I like to define as the goodness and the greatness of God all in one. And we see in the glory of God, we see his goodness, we see his splendor, I mean, we see his majesty, we see, <clears throat> it's beyond words. Because you have to step into the realm of the spirit, to, but we're experiencing it as we worship here. Have you noticed the water level raising every Sunday as we worship? It's just higher and higher and higher. We're stepping into the kingdom, we're stepping into the spirit. And as we do, the power is flowing for the purpose of manifesting his goodness on the earth. 
Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, we, this is the instruction of how you, when you pray, when you worship, this is the way, this, this is the way God's goodness is manifest. That what he wants to have, what he wants, that what's revealed, I'm struggling with my words. That, <laughs> Your words just can't do it. (laughs) That all of his goodness in heaven is the in the unseen realm becomes manifest in the seen realm. I talked to somebody yesterday and they were saying, when I read the Bible and it says, the Lord delivers the righteous, he says, I realize I'm not righteous. And uh, really discourages me. And I looked at him and I went, I thought you were a Christian for many years. This is how you read that. The Lord delivers the righteous. No, I'm not righteous, but in Christ I am righteous. In Christ I'm not only righteous, but in Christ I've entered into his obedience. So all the reward of his obedience belongs to me by faith in what Jesus did. So it's not get your act together anymore. It's stop your act altogether. His glory is the manifest presence, goodness of God, being released on the earth as he is in heaven. Salvation, healing, miracles, deliverance, freedom, so forth. Notice in Acts chapter 1, the resurrected Christ spends about 40 days teaching his disciples on the kingdom. And then he tells them, wait in Jerusalem until you get the power. And then in chapter 3, we see the manifest glory of God being revealed through signs and wonders, healings and deliverance. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. That's so much more than just a tag lying on a prayer. Now, I had this illustrated to me this week in Barnes & Noble bookstore. <laughs> so I, had, I, there's, I have a friend, a long-term friend. I wanted his advice on something, and so I said, hey, you available? Yeah, let's have coffee. So we go to Starbucks, no seats, so we walk into Barnes & Noble right next door, and we're sitting in there talking, and I want to have a conversation with him, and we're just kind of really getting started, and it's, it's, this conversation is going on. Two guys that go to his church that know him came up and they introduced themselves. And, you know, I thought it would be just a short introduction. You know, hi, hi, nice to meet you. You know how it is. And I can get back to my conversation. Well, no. They, they were happy to see him. And maybe happy to see me. I don't know. But I think he was happy to see him. And they just stood there and they kept talking and they kept talking. And, you know, I'm thinking, I want to get back to my conversation. You know, nice to meet you, but hey, I'm here for a purpose. And so, (laughs) well, I know what to do. 
I know how to break this up. I go to the bathroom. I tell I said, look, excuse me, I just need to go to the bathroom. Thinking that'll break the whole thing up. When I get back from the bathroom, then they'll be gone. No, they're there. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're staying there. They're standing and I'm standing too, because that's another strategy. If you're standing, <laughs> hopefully they, nice to meet you. So, so <clears throat> they're not leaving. And I'm <clears throat> the spiritual giant I am, you know, I'm just really <laughs> thinking about, oh, great. I'm not going to have this conversation. These guys are not going to go away. You've never had that happen to you, right? They're in their 40s or so, you know. They don't have anything else to do. So... <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> That's really a joke. Okay, so <laughs> I apologize to all those who hear this on the on the tape. So <laughs> it's just in the it's in the atmosphere here. So if you're getting you're listening on tape, you just wouldn't get this. So all at once. All at once, this guy starts talking about the fact that he's got pain in his back. And he says it radiates down his leg and his foot is in in pain. And he's really struggling. He's really hurting. And the moment he says that, it's like I was slapped into the kingdom. (laughs) I go, oh, That's what this is about. He needs to be prayed for, for healing. And so the other guys are talking about the medical science that might be able to help him, the operation might be able to help him. And I'm all for that. That's, that's great. Thank God for all those things that do help us. But I knew God was up to something different just because the lights finally came on. I, so that can tell you where I was living before. But finally, I jumped into the kingdom. Or God threw me into the kingdom, one or the other. <laughs> you know, push me. Uh. So, so I, all at once, I'm into the kingdom, and I realize he wants pray, God wants me to pray for him. So I say to these guys, I say to him, have you been prayed for before? He said, yeah. And then I ask him another question, because he says he's on disability. I said, do you want to be off disability? That's an important question. And he said, yes, I want to be off disability because I want to live to fulfill my destiny in God. Again, he's in his 40s, see. So he's thinking, I don't don't want to just live out being disabled with this problem. I'd like to be healed. And so I'd ask him, Do you want to, would you like me to pray for you? And he said, yes. So the guy saw where I was going, his brother and the other guy I'm with. And so they said, well, let's move over here to the side. So we're out of traffic and we're over there. And so I just put my hand on his back right here. <clears throat> That's how long we had been together. I got to know him that well. <laughs> So, 
I put my hand on his back and I begin to pray and release the power of God to bring healing to him. See, we're in the kingdom. I realize that. I'm in the kingdom. Now the power is going to flow. And I release the power of God for healing for him. And so after a while we pray, and you know how we do it. We stop and we say, are you feeling anything? Anything, you know, are you aware of anything? And so we were kind of huddled there together. And he goes, he goes I, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. And by that time, his brother is under the presence of the Lord. He's weeping, just weeping, just, oh, oh his brother's just weeping. And I says, well, what's the level of pain? And he says, well, there's still a little bit left. And I said, okay, we'll keep praying. So we prayed, and I kept praying for him, you know, releasing the power of God for healing, thanking the Lord for healing. More, Lord, more of your presence, because we were standing in a bubble of his presence. I mean, the glory of God was manifesting here on earth right then, in that moment. That's what the power of God will do. That's what it's for, is to show the goodness of God. It has nothing to do with us, other than we're cooperating with him, with what God wants to do. It's not to show, I wasn't trying to show him a a mighty man of faith and man of power. I wasn't trying to impress him. I I didn't go into any of that stuff. We were here because God, it was about God, what God wanted to do. See, in the, in the kingdom, I I believe it's like this way. Jesus takes the initiative in, in the kingdom. In the, in the power, the Holy Spirit's taking the initiative. And in the glory, the Father's taking initiative. That's not what you're doing. It's what he's doing. And so we, we got done that second time. I, I said, what can you tell me? And he said, his brother's just crying like a baby. And he's going, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I feel good. (laughs) Now I tell you that story because it's not about me. I'm just telling you to illustrate for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory. When you have the revelation that God is good and that he wants to release his power to manifest his goodness on the face of the earth. When you live in that revelation. Now, I hope that I get a little bit better than I was. I almost had to be slapped into it. But, because I had my agenda. You know, I had my agenda. But if we can live in a way where we can just be in touch with the Spirit of what the Holy Spirit wants to do, not grieving, not quenching, but just letting the power flow. If we can do that, then the goodness of God is going to show up. He'll show up. We, we think, well, how can I get my faith stirred up? You know, how can I get in the right place so that God will do something? You know, what do I need to do? Well, I'll tell you what. It's not what you're doing. It's just getting in touch with what he's doing. He'll take the initiative. I had, after the first service, Dr. Zach Almy came up and he told me, I could tell you this story. It happened this weekend. He was skiing and he broke his left hand. He said, I knew it was broken. He said, I was shaking. He said, you know, he's a doctor. He, he adjusts stuff. And he, know, he, he, he knew his hand was broken. He said, I, with one hand, got 
my stuff together. I ski to the bottom. He's talking to his son, and he says to his son, my hand is broken. And he's, you know, starting to think about what he's going to do about that. And he said the moment, the moment he was standing there and said that, he said heat came onto his hand, and he said it healed just like that instantly. Is that good or what? (sighs) So the Lord is good, and He wants us to know that He's good. And He is, He is, He's willing if we'll step back and let Him take the initiative with us. I believe that's the place we're going here in this church. We're going to this place where, you know, look, we're not trying to work anything up. We're not trying to hype anything at all. If we will become as a child and, and step into the kingdom, his power is there. His power is there to manifest his goodness right in our lives. And to those around us. And, and it's not something we have to strive for or we have to work for. He'll do it. He wants to do it. He wants to do it. I think you get the point. And I'm past the time. Would you just bow your heads in prayer? As the worship team is playing, we really don't have any more time, but I guess I'll close with this in 2 Chronicles it says that the Levites the worshipers that's who we are you know that's who Vine Life is that's who the body of Christ is to be worshipers it says in unison when the trumpeters and the singers were to make themselves heard with one voice to praise and glorify God when they lifted their voice, accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and when they praised the Lord, saying, He indeed is good, for His loving kindness is everlasting. Then the house, the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud, so that the priest could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of God. Father, we're longing for the glory to be manifest in our lives and among us so that we can't even stand to minister in this place. It's not something we're doing anymore. It will be something you're doing. We're just going to stand or lay down and be in your presence and let the glory fill this house. The goodness of God. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Hear us as we pray this morning, Lord. Move among us even now. Would you take the hand of the person next to you? Father, just agree with me. Start releasing 
You have the power of God. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you have the power of God to move through you right now. Release, release the power of God in the person's hand you're holding for the glory of God to manifest in their life. If they need healing, they'll be healed. If they need freedom, they'll be free. If they, whatever they need, God knows what it is. He knows exactly. Lord, we're believing right now you're taking the initiative right now to show your goodness to the person whose hand we're holding. Right now, we believe you're taking the initiative, you're holding their hand, and you're touching them, and you're showing your goodness to them. Let your presence, let your presence touch him. Let your goodness touch him. Let it flow right now. Let it flow. Let it flow to them, Lord. Thank you. Let it increase now. Let it increase in this house. We're praying for such an increase that this house is filled with a cloud of your presence. Such an increase that we can't even talk. All we can do, Lord, it'll get to the place. All we can do is just enjoy how good you are to us. Because that's who you are. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good. Can you say that? For the Lord is good, and His loving kindness is everlasting. The Lord is good, and His loving kindness is everlasting. Notice when they declared His goodness, He manifested His goodness. When they declared His goodness, He manifested His goodness. For the Lord is good, and His loving kindness is everlasting. Lord, we say in this house, You are good. You are good. Thank you for sending your son to show us how to have a relationship with a loving, good father in heaven. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing in our midst. Thank you for the movement of your spirit. Thank you for the outpouring of your presence. We love you. We love you. As we sang earlier today, I was made for your presence. We're made for your presence. We're made for your love. We're made for your goodness. I know we're late. Could we sing that again? Would you lead us in? I was made for your made for your love. Let's stand and sing that together. Thank you, Lord. In B minor. Thank you, Lord. Just enter in the spirit right here with us. Mm-hmm. 